Hey guys, D Adonis here bringing a special message to your ear holes. On this brand spanking new What's With Millennials podcast, we talk about sex and sex education because we are uh, totally the specialists of that, of course. (laughs) And uh, we actually have some of our older hosts back. We have Jeremy, myself, John, and Karee, all representing for the millennial generation. And we answer questions not only from listeners, but our own questions interested in finding out what is making that connection with that other person, that that personal, that intimate connection with someone, but also being on the safe side with that. With that said, we also do try to keep this clean. It is sex, but we also try to once again talk about being safe, uh, what, what is good sex, what, what is the best kind of uh, preventative procedures that you can take while doing it, while we are enjoying ourselves, of course. Um, with that said, too, if you have not subscribed, what are you waiting for? An invitation? If you are, then here it is. Go ahead and uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Facebook, anywhere where you can actually click a button online and pretty much are there. Um, but with that said... Go ahead and listen to this brand spanking new episode of What's With Millennials and Sex Education. Announcer man, hit it. One day, a group of concerned citizens got together to conduct an experiment. They wondered, What would happen if you mixed together smartphones, mocha frappuccinos, and college debts? When all was said and done, this is what they got. Three, two, one. He said he needed more snare in his headphones. Is that what it was? My that was snare. a long time ago. It it took us a while in the production yeah, studio yeah. part to get the <laughs> shit underway. I forgot okay. all about it. I'm getting hot. We did here. not. I'm getting hot too. Yeah, Every single time that I wake up. Hello and welcome to a brand spanking new What's With Millennials podcast where we talk about pop culture, tech, and media. I'm your host, Diodonis, sitting here with the co-hosts. Mr. Jeremy. Karee. And Mr. Johnny. Yeah, boy. How is everyone's week going so far? Jeremy, how's your week going, man? Dude, I had 88 cent donuts today. So it's been amazing. The Krispy Kreme. Jesus. The Krispy Kreme. Does anyone else hear about that? No, I haven't. I heard about the Starbucks thing where they're giving away, they were giving away free teas. Mm-hmm. I had a peach one. My girlfriend got me one. Uh, it was peach and a strawberry something. It was scrumptious. That sounds delicious. Scrumptious. I don't know, she went to three different it. Starbuckses today. One bar house and then two other ones off of Broadway. Oh, see, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. What? Yep. John. Yes, sir. Long time no see i didn't even know that you existed anymore what's what's going on with you john wow me you know i'm i'm living life man how long has it been like months okay what the heck hang on hang on your mic's not even on i don't know what's going on i didn't do it he said i didn't do it can you hear yourself when you're talking yeah a little or oh you need to get closer that's what it is get closer fool Get close like this. There you go. Okay. Should I hold the microphone like this? You should. Okay, no, just, like hands. just like, like that. Choke no, up on not it. <laughs> Both hands. Now look at me. Speak normally. Speak normally. I know. For real, look at me. I am speaking normally. In my eyes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Almost there. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So um. Technical difficulties. No, no, no worries. Get closer. So it's been a while. It's been. Man, before so since then I got a new car, you know nothing special, and that's been a while. What'd you get? And I have I just a 
2002 Honda Civic. It has Ooh. about 107,000 miles on it. Things can go forever. Oh, wow. you know, oh, you know what? I tell you what. Remember that uh, white Accord I had before? Yes. The one with the missing seat up front, yes. the leak, and the <laughs> it was a half swimming pool. The, the Flintstone. Yeah. And it was, so. Yeah, but ever do. Oh man, it was a it was a it was a clunker, man, for sure. Okay. But um, yeah. So it's been before that. So I got that in March, and then I I haven't seen you since. Has it been a long what, time? 2016? Yeah, have we, probably. Have we Almost celebrated we the like when Becca found out oh, first. You know what? No, that's a good timeline to um, to uh, to use because yeah. she's had her baby. Yes, it's been nine her. months. It's yes. been over nine months. That's I crazy, dude. We're going to have to get her on here to talk about that too, soon. During the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I met the two of you here for the first time. Yeah. So, Damn, it's been so check it out. I've been... Um, I'm, I'm going to finish up my diploma this year. I'll be uh, graduating yeah, with my AAT mm-hmm. um, in psychology. And then, um, I mean, I'm just working, still working the same job. I'm just teaching a lot, you know. I'm yeah. training, training like full time, okay. You know, and it's, it's just how it is. You just have to be ready. Congratulations, year, man. I appreciate That's it, excellent. yeah. That's excellent. Yeah, just putting in a lot of hard work and um, staying busy. So I, I apologize to all my friends out there who think I'm, I'm gone or like cut you out haven't you know I'm here and you know when I find the time whenever that may be whenever it comes around for full circle so for be it sure, for sure man well we're happy to have you thanks back. man yeah I'm really glad to be here thanks now my week has been a interesting one um I know John that you didn't know but I started um, a new job um maybe about like a month or so ago um, I left the car dealership and now I uh I'm a professional box mover as I like to call it, as ever, a professional cardboard specialist. Is that the job <laughs> title? More than or, or if you want to be absolutely not. If you want to be a DJ package handler. <laughs> cardboard package specialist would be specialist. something in, here in the military. Like, right. for, for real, it'd be a real yeah. MOS military yeah. occupational <laughs> specialty. For you sure. have to train like four months to, to make sure you have that job down. To make pack. sure that you can move boxes and package well. them properly. Hey, hey, hey. You'll, get, you'll rank up quick, though, I promise. Bet, is oh, that, hell yeah. Is that box not at a 90 you know degree I mean, like, angle? Cardboard uh, cuts you're going to get. People are going to be on sick bay. All day. I know, right? <laughs> Terrible. But um, but something that I'm actually looking forward to this weekend, uh, I actually ended up buying tickets um, to something called the uh, Master Podcasting Class um, for Adam Carolla. Oh. Yeah. And me, nice. me and uh, Chris... Chris Truex are going to be going. If you guys wanted to come to feel free, um, the tickets, is it free? It's not free. No, you, you got to pay for feel tickets. Free? Feel free to buy tickets. <laughs> <laughs> feel free to buy your own tickets. But yeah, it's actually going to be in uh, Ir- Irvine, Irvine, California, at the famous Improv. So um, we're pretty excited about that. Hopefully, you know, we'll use that to our advantage and be able to learn a little bit more, add some of those techniques into our podcasting ourselves. Um, but, but yeah, and, uh, something else that was kind of interesting is, uh, that I spoke to Becca. Um, for those of you listeners who don't know who Becca is, Becca is, um, actually one of the old hosts of our show and, uh, she ended up, uh, stop record, stop recording for a while because she ended up getting pregnant, which is a lovely thing because she just ended up having her baby. Woo! Um, which is a good segue into this topic. Of uh, sex education. Cue the uh, Barry White music. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, we're gonna uh, (laughs) we're gonna look into you know what is safe sex, what is good sex, and are we oversaturated with it in the media? But before we get started with that. We're going to get started with some news. Jeremy! News, 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 news! All right. Recently, Jay-Z has released three extra tracks for his 444 album, of which he has his daughter rapping in it. Have you guys listened to the new Jay-Z album? Yeah, I heard it. What did you think? I loved it. It was fire. That that, uh, the OJ song, number two? Yeah. Fire, La Flama. I thought the whole, uh, I thought the yeah, whole the whole album, album from beginning yeah. to end. Um, what was that line he had? Um, I've been quoting his line for, for ever since when I first song? heard it. Uh, I think it was number two. The the uh, was it called Kill OJ or OJ something it's, OJ? It's um, story of OJ. Story yeah, of OJ, story where of OJ. he said, "I bought a painting for one million. Two years later, it's worth two million. A few years later, it's worth eight million. 
I think I'll give it to my children. Like, hey, you don't hear guys rapping like that no more. Yeah. You don't hear guys talking about investments where he's talking about how he, he missed out on this, on this house he could have bought. Now it's worth tw- this property could have bought. Now it's worth 20 something million. You don't hear guys, you hear him talking about what they got now, but he's talking about you get your money, but now you got to make your money grow. It's just, it's so great to where he's not rapping about the busy fucks or the money he gets or the whatever he has. Like, yep. I'm doing me and I'm trying to, I'm trying to, Make my brand just grow as much as I can. And then I'm trying to have this legacy left for my kids who don't have to lift a finger. And I love that, especially from black artists. Because you just hear all that dumb, ignorant stuff. You're absolutely right. so refreshing. There's a track on his album as well where he uh, is discussing... Discussing. (laughs) He's (laughs) rapping about uh, uh, how artists nowadays uh, are, are rapping... Um, in general, and that was also I found that hilarious as well because a lot of people don't realize that he was actually copying the flows of newer rappers, and which, like which uh, one? What song? Oh man, what, what was number? It? Was um, something land or something like that. Uh, I, I got through the tracklist. I got right the tracklist. I mean, yeah, that, bro. That shoe, man. <laughs> I, I bought it on uh, the day the day it was actually available. There, did you have a title? Um, I didn't. La La Land, I think it's called. You stuck La-la in La La Land. Oh, I, okay, land yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's about? Moonlight. Moonlight. It's called Moonlight. 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 Okay. It's called Moonlight. La Land's fire though. But yeah, but I I really liked uh, the, the other one where he's talking about. Um, There's nothing called La La Land. No, <laughs> uh, it's called Moonlight. Moonlight. <laughs> Jeremy just showed me the track list. Like, bro, I don't know. The f- yeah, about. it's it's called Moonlight. It's called Moonlight. Moonlight. There we go. Um, but yeah, but it's, I thought I think his album was fire, and I thought that was cute that he added three extra tracks, which I don't have because I ended up getting it online for free. So just his kids but, um, rapping, and no. yeah, and one of the bonus tracks, yeah. his uh, daughter was freestyling. How, I think how much it was that freestyling. Cost? Um, well, you know, you have to get it with the physical album. But his daughter's only like what, two or three years old, though. I know I'd end up going yeah. to Dimple and buying I know. all that. Freestyling at two, three years old. Jesus. Isn't that amazing? You know, you know she had a ghostwriter. Come on, man. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> all right. Um, next in news, Spider-Man is back. According to uh, Forbes, as of the time of this recording at the box office, Spider-Man is up 24% at $15 million compared to the Amazing Spider-Man released in 2012. Have you guys seen the new Spider-Man movie? Not sure. I got your text about it, but... Yes, we, we all did. You <laughs> we all, all did. You all messed out. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That but bro, how many f-ing Spider-Mans are gonna make, dude? Wait, uh, I don't even know who the uh, I don't even know who's playing Spider-Man. This, this new guy. He's a new guy. Was named, the new guy that was he's in not the last the, event? Yes, yeah, Civil. Other guy. He was in Civil War. Um, his name is Tom Holland. Um, he's a 20-year-old. Uh, actually, he just turned 21 recently. Um, he's a 20-year-old, 21-year-old actor um, from uh, the UK. And this is like his first big, big, major, major role that he's had. He was super excited about it. I heard him be interviewed on the uh, the Nerdist podcast, and he's a real. He seems like a real chill, laid back guy. He's from the the Avengers movie, right? Um, yeah. yeah well, okay. he was not the Avengers, uh, the Captain Civil America War. Civil yeah. War. Yeah. Captain America Civil War. It was an Avengers movie. Um, so the reason why it, it's so interesting is because. A long time ago, the, a lot of people ask, why is Spider-Man only just now joining the, the MCU, um, the Marvel uh, Connected Comedy Universe? Um, and Nerd. it's because, yes, <laughs> it's because a long time ago, uh, Marvel was about to declare bankruptcy. And so what they ended up doing to save themselves is they sold all of their intellectual properties for the rights to their films. So they sold Blade off, they sold Spawn off, they sold... Um, uh, X-Men, they sold Fantastic Four, um, and they sold Spider-Man. They sold Spider-Man to Sony. So the deal was that you had to push out um, one movie every, it was like every 10 years or something like that, or every six years or something like that. And if you didn't push out a movie for that character, it would default back to Marvel. So the reason why there's so many Spider-Man movies is because they Sony didn't want Spider-Man to default back to to Marvel so that Marvel would have the rights to Spider-Man. Oh, weak. So what they ended up doing is um, they finally made a deal because Sony wasn't making very good Spider-Man movies. Um, So they made a deal with Marvel to basically allow Spider-Man to come back into the 
um, MCU and be a part of like the Avengers, but they still own all the rights to Spider-Man. Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah, so that that's the real big deal of why it's coming, why it was coming back, and it was such a big exciting thing. Um, but I, I like the movie. If you guys get the opportunity, I definitely suggest it. A lot of people are saying this is the best Spider-Man movie that they ever made, and there's Tony Stark in it, which is really really cool. Tony Stark is like his like his big, it's like his big brother is like his that's uncle. Cool. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Does it seem like Tony Stark Stark is hitting a Spider-Man's mom, a Spider-Man's grandma? <laughs> yeah, because excuse me, Aunt, excuse me, because I know his parents aren't. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised because he's freaking Tony no, Stark. You, you saw you saw the movie before that, so. There's yes, something going it, on. It was. You it, think it he puts was, on the rocket suit? He wears a mask, huh? <laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome. But yes, definitely go see it if you if you guys get the opportunity. Mayweather and McGregor. Mayweather and McGregor at a press conference. They had, I believe, about three. McGregor got people fired up when <laughs> when Showtime cut off his mic, and uh, he. <laughs> While he was speaking, and uh, the online video for that was was hilarious. Now, John, I already see you smiling over there. I already know you know all about this. Oh, how, how do you feel? <laughs> Mind you, he's wearing a McGregor shirt, a green McGregor shirt right now. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny how body language can be so deceptive. Because I'm trying to stay away from that stuff. Really? Yeah. You know, it's it's all it's just an act. To be honest, man, you know, Conor McGregor gets a lot of. Shit. Mm-hmm. about this act that he puts on but it's that's that's all it is to me he's just a really smart guy he it's, knows it's, how to make both guys he knows how to manipulate the system mm-hmm. and make money he knows how to you know he's i think he's a narcissist for one he's got to be a narcissist isn't it both guys right both guys i think the they, yeah they're they're both like them, the both same yeah. except for um according to 50 cent can't read and yeah. um <laughs> the other one yeah it's just stupid stupid shit talk man and i'm just not big for that for one but i mean when i do watch it it's it's really funny yeah it's funny it's very funny but you gotta think though this has been going on since you know like the early days when ali was going that's what made him famous was for being such a just fantastic like an articulate talker oh yeah and in the boxing world, you know, especially with how diverse and complicated all sports have become now, mm-hmm. boxing hasn't been getting that much shine on it. So I think these guys are doing great to get that spotlight back on them. Granted, ain't none of them going to be as great as Ali. I, it's just not going to happen. Ali is the greatest. But then bringing back that element great of entertainment, too. yeah, it makes for a great show. Yeah. There's great boxers no, out there. I, and I, I, yeah, I'd have to agree. Mayweather's one of them. Oh, yeah. I, I, comp- I completely agree with the both of you. Um, because you're not going to sit there and have how many days, how many press conferences have there been? Or how oh many? Oh, my God. There's been like, what, three or four yeah, or five? It's, it's, all, it's all to hype up day, the fight. And I remember I seen, I don't know if this correlates to, to what's, go- I think it does correlate to what's going on. But I remember I was watching the Showtime event. I forgot who Mayweather was fighting because I, I really enjoy watching Mayweather fight. Um, <clears throat> And what Mayweather said was, "You're gonna love me, or you're gonna hate me." I talk trash to provo- to promote my fights. Pretty, and mm-hmm. I- I'm just paraphrasing. I talk right, trash right. to promote my fights, or to to promote my fights. And if you like me, you're gonna buy the fight because you want to see me win. If you hate me, you're gonna buy the fight because you want to see me get knocked the hell out. Mm-hmm. Regardless, you're gonna buy the fight. So these are two trash talkers, the best in their sport, UFC and boxing. So they're going to put on an act. And you know these guys don't mean, they're just saying things just to see it. And it, it's, from seeing what I've seen, it just seems so stupid and childish. But if you see the, the audience get into it, it's like, this is so great for the sport. And they're making, every, every, everyone who's wearing whatever advertisement they're wearing on their, on their jersey or in the background, they're making so much freaking money off it. And I cannot be mad at them for that. Even if they didn't fight. Yeah. This whole, <laughs> exactly. even if they're like, ha, guys, just kidding. We're not fighting. We just wanted to f with you. Oh, you know, yeah. It would still be great. I don't yeah. think very many people would be pissed off. You know? I think there'd be a lot of people pissed off. Half, but, half and half. Yeah. The people like me who like don't really yeah. care about that, whatever. Guy so so what, what about the gambling odds? Because I've been wanting to, because it's going to be against McGregor. Those are going to yeah, be Yeah, oh, yeah, I already know. Off. I think it's like, like if you bet $100, you win $700. I, I don't, so the way actually, it works, are you asking the way it works? Do you know? No. Yeah, we could. Or you want to show them that afterwards? Yeah, we can show them, show them in the it break. Show well, me in the break. Whatever, yeah. yeah, we have to get to the sex, guys. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, speaking of which. I, I've done the sex like five times. 
<laughs> Speaking of which, um, we're going to go into our next segment called If You've Been Living Under a Rock with Announcer Man. <clears throat> Karma Sutra, Free Porno, and Fifty Shades of Grey. What do all of these have in common? It's a typical Friday night for me. America is riddled with images of sex and forms of the media. But is sex being properly represented? Or are our minds oversaturated? And this has been If You've Been Living Under a Rock. All right, guys. When it comes to sex, I believe that we live in a boring time. What do I mean by that? Under a rock. There is a decline of STDs. You used to have to have gay sex secretly, and now there's same-sex marriage, so that's not even adventurous anymore. Like, what are we slowly becoming sex-deprived, like a China, like 2.0? Is that a personal question, or is that, that is a personal and non-personal question from all the gay sex that we've have combined? How do you guys feel? I don't think about our gay sex. I just think it's more of like. You know, it's just it's it's available. Okay. Like it's you, you know, feel what I'm like saying? it's more available. Sec, oh my god. Okay, on my <laughs> on, on my way over here. Not that I only n- notice an awesome dimple records and books that I forgot about. Yeah, but there's a kiss and tell, and there's you know, there's what. What my point is is this: sex is from 30, 40, 50 years ago. Sex is just it's. It's, it's way also, more abundant. So that's, that's, I would say it's out there. And I think yeah. it's less like people don't really care, like pay too much and give it like hoots yeah. about it. So much. you bring up a good point. There's le- that, I would consider that more like a stigma. There's like less negative stigma yeah. towards sex. There's more, more acceptance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we can be a little bit more open with our sex lives now than we ever could at any other point in time sure. in, in history, which is really nice. But it, does that mean that we're getting more of it? Or does that just mean that we're more open? We are so deprived that we feel that we have it shows it overshines in other areas because we're not getting it as much. What, what would the other areas be? What do you well, mean? in media, so there's more yeah. openness. I mean, you're not talking about the physical acts; you're talking about just being exposed to mm. it. I mean, well, there's. Or, I would say those are two different things. Okay. When you, for instance, like um, I believe it's China or Japan, right? Japan. Japan, where they're very sexually deprived, mm-hmm. so then there's a lot of kind of things that we find odd that comes up with their stigma. So, like um, for instance, on the streets, there's vending machines where you can buy girls' panties, and people will like kick <laughs> <laughs> look Curry's face, <laughs> where you can buy girls' panties, can you buy and, a flashlight, and too? they will go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm. Yeah, why are you gonna tease yourself, right? Okay. <laughs> So like so, I guess they smell them. I guess or like I don't know. You just put it in your pocket. You don't. Okay. Maybe it's like a, a Lucky's Rabbit's foot of this generation. <laughs> <laughs> you just around. Like, get it out of a vending. Get arrested. Machine. Like what the hell is this hey, in your pocket? I'll tell you what though. The, vin- the best. I have a receipt the for best this. vending machines you'll find. <laughs> Did you steal these? Are in strip clubs. Um, as, really? as far as sex Cheap. goes in in America, yeah. Getting sex in America. This is coming from a former. Um. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. Don't tell all the secrets. Man. No, it's not a secret. Um, it, it's just like, it's always there. It's just like, it depends on your personality. I, I really think it depends on your personality. If you're not scared enough to just go up and talk to girls, like you said in Japan, they buy girls' panties. If I went up to a girl and said, I want your panties, I'll get slapped in the damn face. You know? Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I don't know what kind of game he got, though. Um, but then again... It's just like, it depends on your personality. Like, there's a way to get laid, but it's like, is that what you... <laughs> that might work. Is that what you... I am I mean, it, it, it just depends, because like, there's there's dating apps, there's there's ways, there's there's nightclubs, there's so many social events that, that go on to where you can meet women, not necessarily knowing you'll get sex, but that will always be an option. But also okay. with, with like dating apps, especially, you can meet a ton of women. With Tinder Abs- or whatever else it may be. Yeah, now, absolutely. Now, is on the aspect of sex education, right? Is the amount of sex that we see, is it keeping up with sex education provided in schools? Do you guys feel that? Nah. Or, nah. nah? I don't know. It's, it's been 10 years since I graduated high school. I don't know. How come? Well, that Jer- is a good, that, Jeremy that said a no. That's a good point, though. 
Things have changed a whole lot. Yeah, I don't know. In like 20 years. Okay. And, and then your mentality changes. Because, for example, I went to Catholic school. So, it was to where you have sex. This is the worst case scenario that can happen. And you're pretty much fucked. Right? Mm-hmm. But, in reality, it's like, yeah, you can have sex. But you're not going to get laid half as much as these Catholic schools say you can. You know? That's my personal belief. Okay. Um, but then yeah. again, it's like you, you wear rubber, you know, you get tested, do make all the proper precautions. You're probably not going to catch nothing. You, there may be those, never mind. but let's just say you're just not going to, it's not as bad as you think it is, but as long as you wear rubber or honest with your partner, there's nothing really to worry about. Okay. Now, Jeremy, you were saying no when I said, uh, when I was asking about sex education in schools, why do you feel that way? Well, and Again, it kind of depends on, you know, where, where education is now in schools. I don't really see it have changing too much from what we were provided with back in the day. But there's no way it can equal out to what we are able to see on social media. Rather, it's on your phone or on TV. I mean, even the PG-13, P- that's rated PG on television. Mm-hmm elicits more sex the commercials in between them elicit more sex than anything that they're actually covering in schools i mean granted you may have like that one in 100 schools that might be real like nailing into the ground on all their points as again like catholic schools and what have you but uh i don't see anyone really keeping up with just the amount and the consistency that it's fed through everyone i mean you see it in everything Looking back at it as adults and the cartoons that we saw or watched growing up, we're able to pick the sexual into windows out in those now. They're still yeah, there yeah, yeah. in no, the yeah. stuff that kids are provided with today. Mm-hmm. So um, they're just more blunt about it now. They're just. But, but then, then again, isn't that? I mean, I'm not a parent. You are. You're a father. So wouldn't you say it's more up to to the parents to say? This is entertainment. This is what sex really is. And this is how you should handle yourself versus this is entertainment. So you're not going to certain things, certain ways you conduct yourself with a woman or man, whoever you're having sex with is is appropriate in this funny situation on this TV show. But it's not really appropriate in real life or you, you don't. You can tell them that, but you can also tell them to sit the f- down and they ain't gonna listen i mean <laughs> that's a good it, point it just happens that way they do the exact opposite think about it anytime your parents told you to do something you was growing up if it was something you really want to do and they told you not to do it figure out a way to do bet it you was gonna find a way to do it yeah yeah every that's damn time point. it's it, it's a tricky situation yeah being upfront about it communication is the best damn tool to to you implementing education Mm -hmm. in regards to this especially from the parents but then you got to think about all those other factors split up homes mixed homes um yeah so 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 pretty pretty much what you're saying is everybody needs to talk about sex every day everybody talk about sex every day stop being afraid of it now that's exactly what i was gonna ask what was what was your experience like did did you have sex education in school? <laughs> Are you asking me because I just turned 30 and I'm old? Happy belated birthday. <laughs> anyway, no, I didn't, yeah. So, for one, I don't remember much of sex ed in school. Okay. And two, I do really remember, though, that my friends show me where his dad's porn stash is. So, that was my <laughs> sex education. Nice. But, you know, I'm sure we had some formal, like, you know, this is what the male does and the female does in school. Um, you'll figure out when you get there. I just, you know, I don't really remember it. I guess it wasn't good enough, mm-hmm. you know, but eventually I, I learned on my own. Yeah. <laughs> now something that I, I kind of remember, um, from school trying to learn or learning about sex education that I found out later on that I'd never learned about was they didn't really teach me much about the female side. Mm-hmm. of it so like it took me well into my adulthood to find out i was about tampons i was like what right. the f- you stick a stick in you like what the f- what is this <laughs> you know, it's like, why do you have a string hanging from you are you like a woody doll like what is it <laughs> if i pull it do you blow a kid <laughs> no <laughs> no they pop when you pull it oh my gosh uh, yeah so i mean and in that aspect of I, I don't i don't know what sex education is like now in school but in that aspect i felt like i was i did not learn up to the par that i needed to No, and i think just from you 
talking about your experience just proves a point. You know, what did we learn in school? You, I didn't learn shit, Exactly. Dude. I learned more from watching porno. Yeah. So much more ex- from watching porn. And, yeah, exactly. That's the a kind of life experience. Yeah. We, we used to call sex ed in, in school, in junior high. I went to this Catholic school. Uh, we called it family family values. Mm-hmm. Oh, so okay. we'd all hang out at my, one of my friend's houses. I'm not going to say his name. You know who the hell you are. Um, <laughs> we all used to hang out. <laughs> like a whole bunch of teenage boys play basketball, football together. Um, and we'd watch family values. He got this one channel. And we'd just sit there with pillows on our laps like... Quiet as hell, like, oh my god, this is family values. Well, and, oh but, my god, I can only see it now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, you guys bring up a good point where you're saying a lot of younger people now are being educated through porn. Oh, definitely. Well, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, look it's how it's easily available media it's, is. I mean, it's it's normal for all all teenage yeah. boys that want to watch porn, yeah. right? And yeah, of course. When you get to that age, and you yeah, and you now every teenage boy has a cell phone. <laughs> but but then again, yeah, the, the way we access porn, yeah, the way we access porn is a little off different. Yeah, magazines, but magazines are obsolete. Oh no, man, the J.C. Penny catalog, bro. Oh my God. Jeez. What were you gonna say? You said the way that we we access porn. Yeah, it's just way different. Like we. You know, I get a, a swimsuit edition and be like, oh, man, I'm hiding this. <laughs> and then next thing you know, your dad finds it and you're like, no, I'm keeping this young blood. And then you sit in there, you, like a few months later, you vacuum the house, you find it in your dad's bed. Like, oh, <laughs> for real? In between the mattresses. <laughs> yeah, you gonna jack me like that? Okay. Oh, jeez. That's great. Um, Remember Jet Magazine Beauty of the Month? Oh, man. <laughs> Here we go. But um, something else that's kind of interesting, too, is that, you know, there's something that I would say has made sex and kink more mainstream. Have you guys heard of Fifty Shades of Grey? Oh yeah, that's my that's my movie right there. He that's said, my oh, jam. Yeah. Good book, my jam. <laughs> I had to watch the movie that was you know wrote after my life, so I had to oh, check it out. Anyway, so <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, Fifty Shades of Grey was originally a book or a set of novels that were made into films that basically are into like the kink industry i guess or how would how would someone describe how would you guys describe what kink is we're talking to millennials they know what kink is okay well i mean to the kink, maybe the older fantasies, generations fetishes that are, things that so you, like you fetish desire stuff. that otherwise wouldn't be acceptable but pretty much say. the taboo sexual Things right. that are considered taboo sexually. Yes. Yeah. Now, why do you guys think that is that it's more acceptable now than it was 20 years ago? In the is 70s? We, well, first of all, no. sex alone. No, like, sucks. wasn't it at a point in time where you couldn't have a man and a woman sitting on a bed fully clothed? It was considered unacceptable on TV. There was a time where the man and woman slept in two separate beds yeah, on TV. On, on a, yes. The more you engulf because that's exactly what has happened we've been engulfed as a society with sex the more acceptable it is and they've increased like you know steadily been just increasing the amount that has just been pushed upon us on how much sex we see i mean because you take it back to like the 90s on like soap operas the amount of skin that was available to be seen on those was very minimal compared to what they can get away with now yeah, you can course, damn near yeah. show a man's whole ass cheeks on the damn tv show now they they working on that they working on it hard (laughs) it's just the more you you know you push upon them every year the more it's okay now it's just like bam let's just make a multi-million dollar movie about fucking front and and fucking like with whips and all that kinky handcuffs to the bed frame don't move put your ass up it's okay now that's the cool thing to do. Yeah. It is. America. America. Uh, I heard in Europe they've been, a lot of times, uh, I went to France when I was a teenager. Yeah. Right? So I remember going to the new, I think I've told this, I think I've told this story multiple times. Um, and remember old newsstands before cell phones, there were newsstands where you'd have like your sports magazines, your fitness, your entertainment, and they're just porn right there. And there was no, you remember back in the day they have the little black Thing covering the titties and you just see a head like oh yeah I know that's Janet Jameson right there mm-hmm. she yep. can get it yep. um, is that Anna Nicole Smith yeah let me get that one but then <laughs> as a kid though you sitting there acting like you don't know what the hell is going on 
But then I remember flipping, you know, we get back to the hotel, I'd be flipping through the channels and then just just right right after MTV it would just be like the nudie channel and just be like see two girls just scissoring like damn okay. <laughs> Like man, hard. <laughs> and, and, yeah, hard. And then you sitting there like, man, I hope my man, my parents left me in this room. All right, I got a couple minutes. <laughs> but but then again, like in, in other countries that they don't sit like, sex isn't a bad thing. That's that's the pro. That's the biggest thing. Sex isn't a dirty thing. It's not a wrong thing. As long as you use like, as long as you what I was taught was as long as you use protection, and as long as you're honest with your partner about it, there's nothing wrong with it. It's a beautiful. It's a stress having, relief. It's a stress relief. It makes you happy. Like, how many times do you have sex before work? Well, and you're like, man, I'm in a great fucking mood. It's going to be a great day at work. It could be Monday. Or just whatever it is. is. That, whatever it is. is like, that, you, just, you get to bust your nut. And is, like, that, is that why you were always happy before you came into work? <laughs> I, I honestly, I have to tell you, man, life revolves around sex. Yeah. We were always thinking about it. Hey, Old, what's the always. ultimate goal? Like, well, I why, mean, why do you brush your hair every day? Look at all these, songs, all these songs. All these songs have yeah. to do with love. I mean, what does love really mean at the end? You what, mean why, why, does, why does every man try to keep doing stuff? You're trying to get laid. That's I mean, your We wouldn't be here if weren't for sex. Everything, pretty much everything we do is to get laid. For sex. Everything. Uh, John, elaborate more on that. You, you say what? we do everything for sex. Um. Well, I mean, that's just evolution, man. You know what I mean? Like, not just human beings, but all mammals. We all reproduce. And sex is just all about reproduction. It's just an instinct, you know? And But we do it very intricately as us humans. You know, we find them. Whether you find a mate that, you know, that you match up with chemically. And, you know, you just hit it off, whatever. But, you know, for the most part, it's just life, man. <laughs> I hear you. It's just life. I hear you. Now, um... Me personally, I uh, I feel very experienced with sex, but I think there's one person who knows a little bit more about it than I do. Why don't I go ahead, Fernando? Hello, my friends. It is me, Fernando. John, why do you not call me no more? I've been waiting for your call, John. Fernando, lo siento, señor. Forgive me. Ma, 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 I, I call you, Fernando has been missing you. You need to come. You need to call me, John. Jeremy, why do you smile when you see you? I love your smile. You'll make me happy, Jeremy. The smile, the smile is because the sun came out this morning. <laughs> this is good to know. The same smile when I f to mama. <laughs> she, she sends you all her money by the way <laughs> tell, tell her I'll be right there <laughs> tell her keep waiting but this my friends is something that I like to call why Fernando loves sex education it is 1999 and Fernando is talking taking sex ed for the first time little Fernando's teacher plays a video in class and when it ends little Fernando walks to the front of the class and presses play again then the teacher says Fernando like what are you doing and little Fernando says we play the movie those times <laughs> no mas <laughs> later that day little Fernando goes over woman's house to practice his new education that's when it happens. She holds up a condom and little Fernando says, What the hell is that? <laughs> this is why Fernando loves sex education. Thank you. You can clap now. <laughs> Bye, Fernando. Thank you. Hola, Fernando. Always a fun time with that Adios. guy. Adios. Oh, man, he's always awesome. All right, so we're going to go ahead and take a break. But when we come back, we're going to discuss how to have safe sex and listener mail. Keep it tuned to What's With Millennials. Safe sex. All right, he said it. Welcome back to What's With Millennials. I'm going to have to lower that part ridiculously. 
Um, and thank you for watching. This is our sex education version of our What's Millenni- What's With Millennials podcast. I'm your host, Don, is sitting here with my co-hosts. Jeremy. John. Yeah, boy. All right. Um, where we left off, the best safe sex practices. Guys, what are the best safe sex practices? John, I'm looking at you. Why? Because I'm smiling? Yes. There's many safe sex practices you could participate in. Okay. As for example, what for, are the best ones? Well, for one, you could see if, you know, get your part and verify that your partner's tested and you guys could just, you know, be super safe and wear a condom. Yes. And now, if you're, what's up? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to ask, where are the best? Some people might not know where to go and get tested for um, STDs, sexually transmitted diseases. Um, what are the, and by the way, you know, just 10 years ago, you know, sexually transmitted diseases were like very high, very, very high. And I feel like now they aren't as prominent as they were before. Is it because you, we are more safe with our sex practices or is it just because we're not getting as much sex or are, are the people with, with them dying out? Or, uh, John's over here shaking his head. He's like, I have no idea. Jeremy, being a, sex, a safe sex specialist. Knowing is, you know, knowledge is power. So if you know, then you know what that you need to protect yourself, inform others, and, you know, you're educated. Education helps. So now we have the technology and the resources. They're more easily accessible for people to know whether they are clean or they're not. Um, You're talking in regards to the best means of doing, you know, just consult with your main physician, your, your doctor. They'll lead you to where you need to go, whether it's Planned Parenthood or wherever, to utilize what you're doing, whether you're male or female. If we, you're a college student, you could probably go to the, the uh, school nurse. That's a thing now on campuses. I know it is at a ARC in Los Rios. I heard that UC Davis, they have uh, the plan B's and their vending machines now. Well, good. I mean, it's a, you know, I'm more of a progressive, more liberal as far as when it comes to Planned Parenthood and uh, pro-choice. Um, yeah, we definitely need those because it's going to happen. It's inevitable. You know, we can't be it can't adhere to you know religious standards, which yeah. I feel like that's the most part. Like it's, it's just thou shalt not kill, and it's a it's a question of what's life and what isn't life and what's you know. Absolutely, no, you're you <laughs> you're absolutely right. Um, and as far as like the most, let's start with at least the most general, the most basic kind of um, sex practice, which is condoms, right? So condoms are probably the most used um, safe sex practice, um, at least in the United States. I don't know how it is in other countries. Um, Something interesting about condoms, too, is that there's so many different levels. (laughs) There's like different monsters. There's like different kinds. There's rib kinds. There's ones where they're made for her pleasure. There's ones made for the guy's pleasure. There's color and flavor. The ultra thin, the bare skin, the lubricated, the non-lubricated, the Magnum XLs. The Rough Riders, the Trojans. See, now I'm going to tell you guys a personal story. You guys ready for this? Oh, yes. Personal story. Okay. So the the first time that I lost it, um, I lost it to uh, my high school sweetheart. And she didn't know that she was my first. Never told her. They never told her. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I want. Back then, I was just ridiculously like too prideful. I was just like, no, she's not going to know. So I'm just going to go in there. I'm going to bye, 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 handle my business. Um, So... After I did it a couple of times um, with her, um, I, I don't. I always felt like it was kind of awkward for me for some reason. Not because I didn't have ex- enough experience, but I always felt like um, I don't know. I just it didn't feel quite right. As odd as that sounds, so eventually I forget how long later I ended up doing it, but I ended up moving on to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to the extra large sizes and then I was fine 
Nice. <laughs> it was perfect. The problem was is that it was too. I was using normal ones, and they were too small on me. So yeah, so that was nice. the best mistake. You have to try them all out. You have to I figure do, out which one is the gotta, right one for you, man. Yes, it's you have You'll to never know. It's, it's like a shoe. Yeah, it's like a shoe from the waist down. Um, but yes, ladies and gentlemen, we all know that the Adonis has a very large. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, very personal. I, I just wanted to share that randomly for no reason. Uh, <laughs> but, yes, but, but, I mean, there has to have been times like where, where you guys were in instances where, you know, that you didn't actually know exactly what you were doing or, like, you had to explore and find out. Personal. I faked the funk the whole damn way. I'm still faking the funk sometimes. I'm still trying to figure out, like, eh, nah. Um personal experiences nothing really i mean i just i watched a lot of porn before i started i waited i waited a long time yeah until you're a master of that and until i was (laughs) knew i was ready i knew what i was doing yes you know and then it went smoothly um millennials these days though uh you know honestly i feel bad for them because a lot of the stuff that i understand that they they are absorbing as far as sexual education it's just setting them up for failure. A lot of them are more focused on what they see on TV than what they hear in class anyway. So they're not even, we're losing the focus on it. Yeah. We're losing the focus on, everyone just wants to go out and do it and have fun with it. I don't know if that's right or wrong, honestly. So another way that we can um, try to, talking about schools, right? The biggest mistake that you can make is be like, don't have sex. Everyone, the best way to have safe sex is to not have sex at all. Absolutely false. They've done tests where they found out that just telling a bunch of students not to have sex ended up resulting in <laughs> in sex. <laughs> that is ridiculous. You can't you can't you can't stop your your you know your instincts from saying no. You can't just say no. You know, little t- teenagers going through puberty. You're absolutely right. Now. Another way that you can have um, some, you know, safe sex practices is um, something called Plan B, which you guys brought up earlier. Um, John, do you mind explaining what exactly Plan B is? It's the pill that kills the conception of birth. If taken, I believe, within 48 hours. 48, yeah, 24 to 48 hours. Okay. That is Plan B. And Plan A would be to... um, Dodge bullets and pull out every time. <laughs> Wear a condom. And that is plan A, so that's hence Wear plan condom. B. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, plan B is not... You don't just be like, oh, I'm not going to wear a condom. You can just go plan B or whatever. Um, it's it's like last resort. Because there are like, side effects that come with it for the lady that has to take the pill. I mean, there are mood swings and hormones that are you know thrown out of whack from taking this because it is you know taken to destroy any egg from being fertilized you know i've uh, you know heard of tales where the woman will experience you know a premature like menstrual cycle from taking it it affects Mm -hmm. the body a lot of different ways so yeah it's plan b for a reason okay um and another version of contraceptive is the arm implant have you guys heard of that oh yeah have you john no okay so a woman can go to a medical facility and get a implant in their arm um how long is it it's like five years or something like that uh generally yes those last about three to five years okay so so about three to five years and basically it just stops them from being basically like fertile for like five years or until they get it arm implant yes yeah. until they get it taken Feel out it right there in the bicep yeah right now they put it in the uh the artery right, right. somewhere up in there they yeah. put it in the artery okay. yeah yeah so it's pretty interesting i mean i would ah there is another method that is new and upcoming right now it isn't major yet but it is i've heard of it it is coming the okay. and it's for man now kind of like the implant Except this one, from what I understand, goes into your testicles, and it is made to be an on and off switch. Yeah. What the? For Isn't that crazy? Yes, and it is a very from like <laughs> just greatly sought after thing that people have been working on for quite some time now. Yeah. 
It's crazy. They're, that is crazy. It's, they've seen, you know, sexual contraceptives as sexist. The only, as you were explaining, like, really the only thing that males can do is wear a condom. Women, they have the plan B. They have the implants in their arms. They have the IUDs. They have the pills that mm-hmm. they can take every day. The shots that they can get. And all men, have, again, have had work condoms. So now we're, they're trying to get us a, a switch. That's good. That's a good thing. I'm, it's just kind of weird. No but here, here, here's the deal. It's, it's probably going to mess with your hormones. I know those, those pills that they're on. The women take for birth control. Oh, definitely. They, they some, mess with some get you know, become overweight and they stress out. They, you know, they they mess with your hormones. Yeah. And so it's kind of it kind of I don't know. Does that change you as a person? Could they potentially be a better person if they weren't on these? Possibly. You know well, what I, mean? I mean, yeah. When you start messing with hormones, potentially yeah. it changes a lot. It's crazy though. Um, so what about the switch then? Yeah, I don't know. You're just altering nature. I don't like know. That's that altering be nature. with your testosterone levels, dude. Are you? Sh- <laughs> you can't risk that as a fighter. You can't risk. Well, that, you dude. can't risk that as a male at all. At you can't. All. Yeah, no way. Now, um, we're gonna go ahead and get started with listener mail. Wake the f- up. <laughs> all right, and this one right here is from Ashley. Hi, Ashley. What's up? What's up, Ash? How's it going? She writes, Dear WWM crew, what is the most romantic thing you've done, Ashley? You guys want me to go first? Yes, please do. You can just share yours. Okay, okay. that'd be great. Okay, so I actually did this. um, This wasn't too long ago. This is actually more recent. Okay, so I was um, entertaining um, a lady friend over at my place, and... um, what I did was I bought a bunch of candles and I lined them up from from my living room through my kitchen and then to my bedroom. And I had candles lined up all around. I actually took a picture you guys can see. Oh, man. Oh, oh, my bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we had a fairly nice evening fairly nice evening I'm sure he did so. man that's Put in awesome hard work, man. <laughs> what, what about you guys what was the most happy romantic wife, happy life what's the most romantic thing that you've done well coming from a, a man formerly in a long relationship yeah um we uh took a hotel okay well one of the times we went we went uh went out to a little staycation uh, down here in Folsom okay and we went to the Natomas Inn Got a room there, and you know we were gonna just go out in the town, night hang out. So it was pretty cool. And so she didn't know about it, and so um, we went in the hotel. And um, but before she didn't know, I I put rose petals on the floor into the bed and awesome. into the hot tub Where with, do you with find candles. Rose and so I just Walmart. got. Did you get, dude? Did you just Walmart. get <laughs> roses and you tear petals, dude? You gotta get that roses. Too. So here's the, here's the thing. You got to do a little bit of work. You got to buy a bunch yeah, of roses, yeah. tear petals. And so, you know, I put a bunch of rose petals on the bed and, you know, like a bunch of presents and stuff. And dude, I, I decked it out. It was retarded. <laughs> it was ridiculous. So, you know, that was, that was a pretty big deal. She knew we were going on va- a little staycation, but yeah. she didn't know I planted that little That's secret awesome. Off, so. Now, I have to add my little antidote into this real quick for all of our listeners and you gentlemen as well. Um, when you're dealing with real rose petals and you have fun on said real rose petals, they tend to, uh, you know, make an imprint onto your fabrics. If you have white bed sheets or anything like that, they will stain Ah, into it. So you can always get fake rose petals at Walmart, Target, places like that, that won't stain. Smart. I like that. This next one is from Anonymous. Hi, Anonymous. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they wanted to omit their name. Um, they write, Dear WWM crew, I'm trying to spice up my and my boyfriend's sex life. What are some small things I can do to be more adventurous? Anonymous. John. <laughs> what? <laughs> because I'm an adventurous kind of guy, and I know with all the adventurous... Bring that. a bottle of chocolate syrup to the bed. Whoa. whoa, whoa. Chocolate syrup? Yeah, I, I like don't that. mix... I don't and whipped mix. cream. I oh, you, yeah. I know. You got to watch out for your carbs and no, your sugar. I, I just I, don't mix food and sex. Like, it's just weird. I love really? Food. I think, uh, you yeah. know what? I did whipped cream. That was really. Uh, that is fun. That was fun. That is fun. That was fun. You got to try it out sometimes. You got to try it out sometimes. I, I told you, 
Fifty Shades of Grey, they okay. they wrote it after my life. No, oh, not you know what she can do? She needs to stick a finger up her man's ass while she's oh giving him God. while she's giving him a BJ. Yeah, and let her. Uh, and and uh, see how he reacts. Uh, <laughs> hell yeah! yeah. You, you, see how he reacts. You'd be goddamn surprised. Okay, guys. Hey, you're, hey, you're welcome. There you go. No sex shaming, guys. No sex shaming. No sex shaming. Um, I, I would say okay, anonymous. Try this. Um, start off small. I would say even something like romantic, like we like something like that pinky. we discussed. <laughs> <laughs> you set yourself up on that. So start off small and then work your way up to the index. Um, <laughs> but but uh, I would say I would say the pinky. <laughs> start off with something romantic, like um, we were all just discussing, whether it be like rose petals or wine or candles or stuff like that. Um, then start working your way up. Uh, another thing that I personally tried myself, I'm pretty open with my sex life, is um, I did blindfolds and handcuffs, um, but like the soft furry ones, which were, were pretty the cool. Fuzzies, with yeah. The fuzzies. So then, yeah. Um, that was some without doing something way, way, you know, jumping straight into latex and freaking whips and stuff and paddles without jumping way over into that because you don't know exactly what I don't know what they're into. Um, so start off small and uh, with, the, with the pinky and work, <laughs> and work your way up. <laughs> uh, that's just funny. I was just thinking about I'm just waiting for Mel to ask, like, what's, what's the kinkiest thing? Okay, John. What is the kinkiest thing? What's the kinkiest thing? I'm not trying to sell, I'm not trying to disclose like kinkiest thing, but this is one time where oh, we can't. closer to my closer. There was this one time where it was Christmas and I was dressed up like Santa Claus, but it was that, just a Santa Claus thong and a hat. That is perfect. Oh, yep. oh. and you have the body you for it too. Might have to steal that one. Might have to steal that and one from you one day. And you got the big beard too, so then it just all fits. It was actually I didn't have a beard at the time. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh, now, now you do. You have another reason for next. Hey, Christmas is coming up. It is coming. <laughs> Jeremy, Shoot. you sex freaking fiend. What is the kinkiest thing you ever done? Ooh. Or you, if you don't feel comfortable to share that too, you know. I'm trying to think about if I can think of something I'm allowed to talk about. You're allowed to do- if you would like to hear the kinkiest thing John has ever done, please subscribe to my channel. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm please kidding. DM me. Um. Uh, no, don't. In the car wash, man. Honestly. In the car wash? Yeah, you know, like when you guys were through, walking through the car wash no, and no, soap no, and no. One of those car washes that like you just park, you know, put it in neutral and it jars you. Yeah, we busted out a quickie while the car was getting washed. Did, that did was she, fine. Did she use a pinky? No, nah, she didn't use a pinky, man. No, nah, she can't reach around that far. Nah. nah. But in the car wash, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. It was a lot of fun with all the yeah. colors going on. You, were you guys listening to that song? Working at the car wash. <laughs> no, I think R. Kelly was on right there. R. Kelly? Working. I think some R. Kelly was on that, that key to, it, to the ignition. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, well, you guys are funny. Car wash, yeah. So, it Anonymous, works. there you go. Use car washes. All right. This one, next one is from Garrett. Garrett writes, Dear WWM crew, how soon can you retake plan B? Retake it? Garrett. Oh, that's a question that your doctor needs to answer. Or read the box and follow the instructions. But I'm yes. pretty sure it does take, again, like 24 to 48 hours. Or ask God for help. Yeah. So I actually did some research on this because I was kind of interested in this too. I was like, oh, I wonder how... How fast you can retake it. So it does mess with your hormones, but plan B in general messes with your hormones. So regardless, right? So they said... Um, Sex messes with your hormones. Yeah, exactly. So they said um, there is no necessarily any amount of time that you can retake it. But hmm. I heard a lot of people suggest don't take it sooner than the 48 hours after you already took the last one. Hmm. Which makes sense. That. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, then there you go, Garrett. All right, guys. But this has been fun. Um, if you have a question that you want asked on air by your panel and answered by our panel of hosts here at What's With Millennials, send your emails over to WWM 
podcast at gmail.com and we will go ahead and answer your question amongst our panelists but uh this has been fun guys john has uh is dancing <laughs> does anyone have any um outwards uh, last last words to say to our listeners safe sex is great sex it's better, better wear latex all right this has been fun guys i'm d adonis jeremy and i'm johnny and we are out Bye.